Hey y'all, I'm Moni and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Hello, 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 all you fabulous mixologists and pumpkins alike. Honey, it is a new year. It is same fun mixer, just new energy. You are listening to Mixing with Moni, and I am your host, a very engaged Moni. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be back. I took a longer break than expected. I basically was told to block out a week for Christmas and um, to get ready for a photo shoot that was surprise, a bamboozlement into a engagement. It was a proposal and I was duped, led astray, bamboozled. But it all worked out. I'm very, very excited and happy to be engaged. And I ended up being very busy because little light wedding planning and just little talking and research and everything turned into me finding out that a few places, especially in the areas that we wanted to be, required different kinds of monies thanks to COVID because they need some different liabilities, insurance and things. But also some of the girls have already booked the dates. (laughs) So where I thought I had a solid two years, almost, um, November of 2022, where I thought I had that kind of time, I would call some places and they would say, actually, the ceremony room was actually already booked because people had weddings that needed to be postponed and they wanted to be safe and they got pushed to 2021 or 2022 and they wanted to make sure they were super safe. And to which I responded, could you just let me know who those people are? I just want to talk. Like, let's just, I just want to have a conversation. That's all. Nothing too sinister. Just want to reach out and tell them, congrats, move your date. No, I'm just kidding. Um, not really. I did think about it, but it all worked out. A venue has been secured and now I'm able to relax and calm down and breathe and enjoy this wedding planning process with my new fiance. And there is a little bit more of the actual proposal story. I didn't mention a lot. I promise. Relax. Um, we are all this long episode is for Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. We are in Potomac Part 3 reunion. We are in Salt Lake City. We are talking in detail about the things that are going on on the Housewives. But I do mention a little bit about at least what happened in the proposal. If you care to learn, I did put it up um, as a poll on my Patreon on whether or not people wanted to hear the story. The patrons do on Patreon. So the whole story will be on Patreon. The whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle with Maya, my fiance, also being a guest and narrating that story with me. And I did mention a little bit of things on here just because in case people don't want to check it out, in case people don't have the time, the money, the resources, they may just want to hear a little bit and decide if they even want to know more. Here you go. Here's a teaser. It's coming up. But That being said, I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday season, holiday week. I am gearing up for new Black excellence, Black resilience features. 
I am challenging, especially my listeners, to send me as many Black excellence and Black resilience um, submissions as you possibly can, because I want to encourage people to consistently do the research and find out how, you know, lives are being changed in their areas and communities by people of color and how we can, we're trying to build a more harmonious world. I recently posted (laughs) on my Instagram um, that in 2021, Black Lives Still Matter, especially even though people aren't rally crying and dying in the streets and things like that. And it got a lot of um, debate. A lot of people thought I was wrong, very wrong. So I had to turn off the comments on there. So, but this is our this is our mixer. We can do whatever we want here. So that being said, send me as many as you can. I want to shout out people that send them in. I want to be able to say, okay, this was given to me by this awesome person, and they found this amazing story. And I want us to make a joint effort to understand each other more, especially me, who I am, my culture, things like that. Um, that's the best way to learn. So if you have any stories or Black resilience, Black excellence that you want me to shout out, or even Black businesses, things like that, happy to look into them and do my best to get to all of them. DM me, send me. Um, if you're on Patreon, send me a message on there. Um, absolutely email me. The the submissions also, mixingwithmani at gmail.com. That and so many other things are happening. I have Donovan Mack on the podcast today. He is the PR specialist that I had um, a little while back who analyzed the apologies, quote unquote, from Kristen and Stassi back when they got fired Um, and everything kind of came to a head. I had him come on because I was just curious as to whether or not these responses that they gave were written by a PR person or by them. So I thought I'd ask. And he broke it down. It's one of still one of my highest listened to episodes to date. Um, it's fantastic because he has so much knowledge and insight. And I wanted to have him on for, to talk Potomac part three, because especially from a PR perspective, how Monique handled everything that happened this season just feels like it didn't have any one clear direction. It felt like we went back and forth a lot between remorse and doubling down, depending on which way the audience swayed or whatever. So I just wanted to get his perspective on that. Um, he's still team Monique. I'm still team the table. I'll probably have some more team Candace Ballon soon at some point, if we're not already done talking about it all by then, but yeah, I'm team the table. I think I make some really good points about it, but he also has a lot of level-headed reasoning for how he thinks and everything, just because he's coming from a place of public relations and being a publicist and being in PR. So happy to have him on. We also talk solid city. If you are on the Patreon, guess what, y'all? We are back over there as well. The Bachelor with the first Black Bachelor, Matt, is coming very soon, uh, early January. I'll be covering the season, of course, on there. Also, Hot Topics, right after this, if you are a patron or you want to be one, head on over to patreon.com slash mixingwithmani, and I do Hot Topics with Donovan as well to get his hot takes on things like some housewives departing, some marriages, some separations, things like that. And yeah, we're about to get deep into the abyss of the new year, new episodes, things to discuss, honey. I am so excited to be back. I hope you guys enjoy. Again, take care of yourself. Happy new year. And let's talk to Donovan. Let's get into some housewives. 
All right, guys, as promised, welcome back. Welcome to a new year. We are mixing it up today with Donovan Mack, everyone's favorite publicist who I had on my show back when the initial scandals broke out with Kristen and Stasia Vanderpump Rules and got his perspective on all things PR, when to hang it up, when does your client start causing you more trouble than they're worth, and just got his basic opinions on the apology. Like, were these real apologies? Did they write them? Did the publicists write them? I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of skepticisms and he helped me get through them. So now I have him back and now we're just gonna shoot the shit and talk all the good Bravo things that we love. He is also a host of his own podcast called Strategies for the Culture, which I appeared an episode on. And you're re- they're all there for you, girl, right now to go binge. So go ahead and binge. We are in binge times. So go and binge that, Strategies for the Culture. And I am so excited to have you back. Thank you for coming back on. Thank you so much for having me. This is one of my favorite podcasts. So I'm Yay. so excited yeah. to get it popping. We and love this. Oh, we love to see it. Yes, we do. And a fun thing that I didn't even plan or think about until right now is Donovan also went to high school with me and my now fiance. He was our friend in high school and he was actually my prom date. If you heard that episode, um, that (laughs) the episode we did together, that's something that I mentioned on there. Um, I prom posed to him over Instagram with a picture of Jay-Z and Beyonce because we both have an affinity for Beyonce as most should Um, (laughs) and he was my prom date for no other reason other than I me and Maya were not together yet and I was into her she was not into me yet but she got it's okay y'all she came around exactly (laughs) and I've known Maya I was peeing my pants in first grade yeah yeah it's been a long time it's a small small world and you know no who better than to have on than a witness to all the things that have happened you know and and now we are here at almost the finish line I would say probably marriage is the actual finish line (laughs) all defined on how you define it exactly for (laughs) y'all this ring girl I worked for so (laughs) and now here we are so I'm so excited um you saw this coming obviously absolutely absolutely <laughs> like <laughs> I'm so happy for you guys and Thank just you, so you know much. this time nobody could predict you know how 2020 was going on nobody's saying 2021 is their year just because no, you know, uh-uh. we don't we ain't gonna put yeah any any joyous happiness right. coming out of it especially for my friends i'm here for it yeah we're gonna let the girl do what she gotta do we're gonna let exactly be yourself yeah. we accept her wholeheartedly absolutely we accept her and we love her for who she is because what we're not gonna do is put the pressure on the girl she breaks and then we are all looking at another year like well toss this one <laughs> everyone did that 2020 everyone 2020 was like, we, we were ready it was our year in January. Yes. By March, we tossed it. It was good. We were good to go. So. We didn't even finish a full quarter. No, like, it was maybe, maybe next year. Maybe next year. And it just got progressively worse. It was like, oh, we're not even recycling this. This is straight up the garbage. Okay. 
Yeah. So yes, I mean, any if for those who do not know, I got engaged over the holidays um, to my uh, technically my college sweetheart, but we were been best friends since high school. We were partners in crime in high school. I did do a poll, and most people just want a little light mention on the pod, and I will be uploading the entire story on our Patreon just merely because people ask for it. So Maya, my fiance, will be on the Patreon, and we'll be talking about what actually went down with the whole engagement, but. Some fun little highlights. We met in high school. We were partners in crime, best friends in high school. Started dating in college. Here we are, out of college. She's in um, chiropractic school. I am getting my master's, as most people know, uh, in elementary education. And we are now engaged. And, and we got engaged on the water in Baltimore. She disguised it as a photo shoot because we have no pictures together. So we I'm wiping thought, tears, guys. No. Like not Candace tears. No, I don't have I don't have a triangle napkin. I don't have a triangle napkin available. I'm so sorry. A a pre-folded tissue in your pocket. I don't have those out. I die. I'm like, yo, you really prepared. I wouldn't be surprised if they were monochromes. Right, she should sell them. Like it's a mission. That and wig glue. She really should. It's she'd be the best spokesperson for both. Why was I on Clubhouse? You know the app Clubhouse. Have you heard of? Uh-huh. I was in Clubhouse and this one style hairstylist came on stage. And if you don't know Clubhouse, it's this audio app that's taking storm. Um, and this one person's on stage and she was a hairstylist. She worked for Real Housewives of Potomac. And then I go to her page because like it's connected oh, through God. Instagram. Yes. And she did Candace's hair. And I was like, oh. I want to know what wig glue you used, girl, because it survives. Well, yeah. It survives the, a nice tug tug. A tug tug and a, and a swat and a swat. <laughs> She should sell like <laughs> she should sell a whole bunch of she hair should care products. Sell it. It's she like Candace. put it on there, tub proof. <laughs> yeah, she need to partner tub with Kenya and get her hair care going mm-hmm. on. Like yeah, get it in a Sally's near you immediately, girl. She can involve Kim's yak too. Remember when the shift? Oh yeah, see, and Karen, because Karen used to have to shift them. They had to go she get them. You know what I'm with, saying? I mean, it only in a perfect world opportunities, Karen, but. <laughs> Now I can see though why Monique saw at Candace my I don't believe Candace was suing her just for the money. I think she just wanted the 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 uh, the solidification of being a victim. I think mm-hmm. that she plays victim so much that the moment that she actually became a victim, because I do believe she was a victim of something, yeah. I think she just couldn't let that go. And I that that to me that fits for her personality. And she absolutely was not suing for the money, but this would be wise because she's not she's not giving me entrepreneurial girl vibes, you know? Cause these are missed opportunities. You it sell is. the things that people know are like your, like your moments, your, your kitsch things. Get ahead of the, the joke. Just get yeah. ahead of it. Sell the wig glue. I mean, hello. I guess it was such a traumatic experience for her. Maybe that like, she couldn't really see it in that direction, but I, I guess. Monique was about to go to jail and she released a whole song about how she dragged this girl. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it happened. And she knew I was how so to market. Glad the lady said, like, I'm so glad that, you know, she didn't go to jail and that was a little bit too far. Cause I was like, was it worth all of that? Like, no, and okay, we didn't do, what did you want her to actually do jail time? Like, that's, that's not going to change anything. You're still going to need therapy. You're still going to need to overcome a lot of the, the stress and the trauma. I mean, I'm not saying that people shouldn't go to jail for doing certain things. I'm just right. like, girl, what was your ends to this means? Like, what is the means to this? Because this doesn't line, make sense. Right. Because I'm just like, okay, so 
that happens. And what if Bravo, like, we're so sorry that this went through and we decide to placate to Monique and we're, because Candace has famously said that she wouldn't come back if Monique came back. So then what? So what were you going to do? Like, it just seemed like it was, she was risking a whole lot. I mean, if she's grateful, it kind of went in her direction, but she was risking a whole lot. Um, we obviously we'll get into Potomac in a second. People are going to yeah. yell at me because like, girl, you don't keep your train of thought. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I work with children. They don't either. That's the whole hey, point. That's why great. I love them because they go where I go and we go right. together. Yeah. But um, we were doing a photo shoot, walking along the, the water um, near my mom's wedding, which is where we came uh, for the holidays. And I was just taking in the poses and doing all the things and looking cute because I was like, okay, yeah, photo shoot. Yeah, we're going to look nice. And she was like, we got to do the Titanic pose. And y'all going to roast me for this, but I have not seen Titanic. It's all my, y'all see my tooth span breaking right now. It keeps happening and I can't do it. It's so long. That's understandable. And I'm like, TV, the movie is four hours. Oh, so, no, girl. Commercials and stuff. Yeah. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> Uh-uh, uh-uh, new, 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 new. I can't say no enough, new. I don't have four yeah. hours or anything. I don't have four hours for myself. I can't, like, I barely sleep that long. Like, I can't, that is too much. You gotta get it on me. HBO so that there are no commercials, but it's still yes. a very long movie regardless. And she was like, we gotta do the Titanic pose. And I was like, okay. And she's like, have you seen Titanic? I was like, no, you know I haven't. She goes, oh my God, we don't say that out loud. We gotta fix that. Yeah. And you know me, because people like to say in my reviews that show you, she loves to hear herself talk. So yes, honey, that day I was hearing myself talk and I just kept talking. And that's when I didn't notice that she wasn't behind me or beside me anymore. And I was like, wait, oh, where'd she go? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm gonna turn around and there she is. She's she's gonna be there. And lo and behold, there she was. And I was like, oh my God. And I started backing up because I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God, this is happening. I did not understand what was going on. Like I thought it could happen, but when it's really happening, you're just like, oh my God. And I could see the ring and it was the one I wanted. And I was like, oh, this is this is the moment. I have, I don't know what to do. And she goes, Well, you can't. You can't walk away from me now. I was like, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm going back. It's almost like you got a person like, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give it back. Don't worry. And right. um, it's it's a really sweet. And we're grateful we got it on video. A, a good friend of ours who was in the distance, she got it on video. And um, it's one of, I watch it probably four times a day. It's really so special. I absolutely should. love it. And um, yeah, and I... It took me three deep breaths to say yes because I it could not catch my breath. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I start crying when she's talking. And I'm the lashes that I use, this is not an ad, y'all. And not at all. But Glamnatic <laughs> doesn't move. I was very shocked, surprised. It. They lasted the entirety of the night and, and threw the, the real tears down the face. And there was no tissue square in sight. I had no triangular no um, absorbing tissue. fabrics. <laughs> And they lasted. They kept up. And I was like, this is good marketing too. Um, but they are on their marketing. So I that's why I bought them. And expensive maybe, but they last. And they're good for like five or six wears. So, and the, the liner you can keep forever. And it's good for other lashes that are magnetic. So I was able to get through that. And I started screaming, I'm engaged. And my mom was on the balcony of her building. And she screams back, I know. And I, I love like, it. I love it. 
that's exactly right, right. So are we doing like, a Cynthia 11, 11, 21 or something? Like, what we is are that? actually doing 11, 11, 2022. So, oh, double wow. the day and get close. the year. I'm yeah, glad very close. Have yes. a full wedding and safety. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're hoping for that. But even the, even still, we're keeping it small just because exactly. we don't really trust America to get it right back then. We would love to hope. Let but we're, 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 um, we're optimistic, but pragmatically, you know, right. we're skeptical right. optimists. So yes, we do think everything will be good by 2022. But however, so many, so many couples in 2020 got postponed. Yep. that they aren't just in 2021 honey they're in 2022 because oh, they uh, automatically thought that by then we should be fine so they yes. overshot and went to 2022 and i ain't mad at you do what you gotta yeah. do but everything from 2020 has pushed everyone so far back that there were actually a couple of places that they were like well the ceremony space is actually already booked and i'm like oh, oh my god how i am early i know i'm early yeah and i thought i was early but technically it's actually under two years and i can actually say i get married next year yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what you're we're in 2021 right. so absolutely right. i thought i had all this time but it was really just it was it was it was smoke and mirrors it was it figures on a page <laughs> I said, oh no, I have two years. And I said, oh wait, no, I don't. It's 21 months essentially. Yeah. So yep. and she's in school, like I said, and I'm in school. This whole year of 2021, she takes all of her board certifications, board exams for chiropractic to get her yes. license. So there's four parts to it. So all this year is essentially out of commission. So that's why we've found a venue already, had to get a date in because we yeah. knew that the next time we'd be in Maryland to see them is going to be fall of this year. And by exactly. then, everyone's going to be like, girl, <laughs> cute. You want to right, have a right. An invitation? So what? Please. Okay. <laughs> a wedding next year? Okay. In how many months? 12. Oh, girl. Yeah, yeah. My also, single self wouldn't know that information. So I'm glad see, you explained yeah, to I didn't learn it until I got the books and got on the website. And I was like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. Okay, right. great. Yeah, but yeah. we're having a lot of fun. And it's, it's fun to be planning it. So... For more details, though there are more for that actual story of how we met in our, our yeah. relationship and you know how quarantining got us engaged and didn't derail us, so we are grateful. Um, all those things and so much more, you can check it out on the Patreon, patreon.com slash mixing with Moni. And we're going to take a quick break and we will be back with Potomac things. <laughs> We are reaching the end of the show, and I'm having so much fun with my guests this week. And if you are too, guess what? I'm butting in to let you know you can join the Patreon for Mixing with Moni. If you need a little bit of additional content to brighten up your day, or if you want to hear more guests, more hot takes, we are doing a recap monthly of Orange County season four, the inaugural season of Gretchen, back when she had a very rich older fiance and back when Tamara may or may not have been a good housewife. And the reason I miss her now, question mark, mm, we don't know. Also, weekly recaps of The Bachelorette if you're on that journey with me and Tasha, and weekly Bravo Hot Topics. If you've been wondering where the hot topics are, that is where they are over at the Patreon. We have multiple levels as low as $5 up to VIP mixologist and more. Um, a lot of fun content, a lot of great guests, guests you love here on the regular pod and Bravo fan accounts, other memers, other podcasters, that and so much more over at patreon.com slash mixing with money. Come mix with us. Back to the show. Yeah. 
And yes. <laughs> Hello, y'all. We are back. We were just talking about the hot topics things that will also be available on the Patreon. Um, again, patreon.com slash mixing with Monty. We're going to talk hot topics, especially some coming fresh out of Potomac because uh, they're they're going nuts over there and some things have happened. Some things I manifested and some things Donovan did not, but that's what we are going to talk about over there. So stay tuned for that or check that out. And now let's get into this third part of a glorious reunion. Though many people are upset rightfully because nothing's perfect for anybody everybody got problems with something and i understand the the concerns of this reunion i've heard and he didn't go deep enough or he was solely on monique and i thought he could have actually dug deeper here tonight like (laughs) so glad one dixon is not not here recording like Girl, Juan Dixon would not have done a thing. Juan Dixon is the most laid back girl of the whole. I was like, so so are we? We are excited as well. (laughs) Like, like, okay, Juan would have just been like, what, bro? No, and he does that. He is so laid back that you kind of you have to stand because he just doesn't let anything phase him. His ability to kind of like curtail Michael's like pining for his friendship or affection or love or whatever you interpret it as is great. He's like, you know, I, I love you. We're friends. And yeah. Mark's like, yeah, buddy, we're, we are friends. Okay. He don't think bro. nothing of it, like you yeah, said. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you're, like, you're my guy. You know it. I said, oh, he's so used to this. It's adorable. <laughs> I like him what he needs to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. Also, Juan was a basketball player, and Chris is a football statue. Who, what is he doing? Even the bodyguard was like, it's not me. It's not for me, girl. It wasn't. It really wasn't. The was like, you gonna let him stand up like that? And the bodyguard was like, yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. I am really gonna, yep, full on gonna let him do it because that right there, that's a football player. A, I think a, a Monique could have take, taken the one at Karen's house. I think Monique could have taken him for real. For yeah. Her. I'm just like, you know, stop paying. You're waste. You're sinking your money and that's on you. If I mean that's why we she don't have the right outfits is because all the money goes to bodyguards that don't do anything. How I, I get that job? I don't know. But I I'm could just stand on the wall, yeah. <laughs> or sit in the back and eat some snacks while y'all Something find like it that out. At this point, because he could have watched oh, the baby oh. on that one episode from way back when. Yeah, like, yeah mm-hmm. he needed something to do. Yeah, like, exactly. We're not gonna do his bodyguard. You know what I'm saying? So. I think yes. it was add to her storyline as well, you know. Yeah, she just doesn't. And her man was player. not present. Her man was not present. No, you know? and I don't understand. I mean, I get it. They're not obligated contractually, but yeah. I just think it's such a cop out that Michael wasn't there, and it's so. I just don't understand. I firmly believe Ashley will leave one day. I just don't understand what she is ever waiting for because she's got to be tired. Like, this is so annoying. Your husband is just going to leave you out here for the wolves to answer to things that you have nothing to do with. It's all about your husband. I don't know why. That's her Reddit clips. It has nothing to do with her. This is all about him. And he just leaves you there to, to, to answer for it. Like, I don't know. I just, my only hope is that basically everything of his can just crumble. And then Ashley is like the sole breadwinner. Um, and that they get that post yeah. up and that she basically, he begs her to stay because right. he's nothing without her. Yeah. Because who wants to be in business with him at this point? Uh, beats me. I don't know. Would I you know. represent these this couple? I feel like they're PR's worst nightmare. I think Michael is. I would never. I would never, unfortunately. Mm. 
I would I would almost represent Monique before I represent Ashley and okay um Michael only because like it's just it's too much a little bit too much evidence Mm-hmm. not saying we need to spin it but like the truth is already out there so like right people are not interpreting it's there right what you need pr for is to tell your story the story right. is out there you know what okay. I mean? like with monique she had other pieces you know that weren't revealed yes that things are happening like, yeah she just we, sporadically put over ig lives and what exactly exactly that we didn't know about you know and I was looking forward to more of the binder. You know what I mean? We and should we- have gotten that binder. I want every tab. Why didn't Andy ask what was in the tabs? Me too. I saw a Karen tab. I want it. I saw an Ashley tab. I want it. I don't yeah. care if you walk in there with alliances. I thought she was there to blow up the spot anyway because she was on her well, way apparently out. apparently she did and they just didn't show it. That's so terrible. And I Editors, think do that's better. the same thing with the other part of her storyline, but they realized, I think if they put that in there, Candace wouldn't have a storyline so okay and I feel like it didn't make sense to me because the mo that people are giving is that you know the editors were like they were already against Monique before she got there the rumors are they put her up in a separate hotel um I I do hate that they wanted to agitate her and it really didn't work it just really gave her more time to craft that binder and I just wonder why be on that side or come from that place of pitting her against the women in this way to make her agitated when a they're also socially distanced no one was gonna hurt each other so it really didn't matter and b she's not triggered or anything at this point and she's had time to calm down her husband's there like all the things are in line for her to stay calm and c you then show evidence of her not being wrong in a couple of her claims i thought for me the evidence that they showed that night backed up Monique, yet I, but not yet, like colon, enter, enter, right. page break. <laughs> Candace, her responses still had merit to me, where she was like, well, the apology could have happened. And I'm like, to be fair, I just always wanted to know who Monique's PR team was because well, they're not, they don't seem like they're doing her any favors because you can't go into a house and cry and say, I am like, I am more, I'm a work in progress. And then they go, okay, so you do feel bad. And she's like, nah, then what are you a work in progress for? One. Yeah, I don't understand that either. That makes zero sense. You're not, if you're not apologizing, it's okay. Like, I just want you to tell me that what's what we're doing. Exactly. Don't cry if you're not crying. Cause it, she would cry and then it would be like, so you can't do this and reprimand her harshly, but understandably. And she would defend herself and be like, well, actually, nah. And I'm like, then don't cry. You don't owe them an explanation. Why'd you even come? You didn't even need to do this. None of this well, needed to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. And I keep, I think it was maybe because she took it legal and I'm not sure of the time. But she didn't do that yet. Yeah, I was like- Candace hadn't sure. done it legal yet. And to me, I'm like, why would you meet with these women and not like email Candace? Yeah. Especially, and I'm not saying it's an if, but for her truth to have been revealed at the reunion, that it was triggersome, the way she had her hand in her face, understandably, I didn't even see that part. I get it. That we is all a, that. Yeah. that I explained when I had my conversation with Stephen from Faces by Bravo, that in my altercation that I had in high school, I mean, in college, when I was a freshman in college, and I felt trapped in a situation Mm-hmm. The, the one of the key pushers for me is that literally a woman was in my face and kept flipping my hair and that's right. why I always said if 
I were Candace, I would have reacted like Monique if someone had flipped my hair the way Monique exactly. flipped her hair. Because you're in my personal space. You are literally yeah. touching my body. It's yeah. not even just so I understand if Monique was triggered by the hand under the chin. I understand if Candace would have been triggered by the flipping of the hair because we're already crossing a boundary at, at that point. And I, if that is Monique's truth, and I believe it could be, I'm not her therapist. I don't know her life. She's had a whole year to tell us that. So I guess that's what she's going with. And if that's the case, then that's the case. But my thing is, if that is the case, why not just email the girl and be like, this had nothing to do with you? Because everything she was saying at the reunion, I believe. I never thought I had anything to do with Candace. I fully thought she was triggered. She was overwhelmed. Things are going on at home and she snapped. And I'm people snap. Yeah. We watch yeah. Lifetime shows all the time about people snapping. Yeah. Literally, people love listening to true crime because people snap. Humans are going to snap. It's just, it's part of human nature. It's impossible for us to keep it all together all the time. Life is too hard, right? So yeah. to me, I'm like, okay, that's your truth. That's your truth. The problem I have, and this is where I'm looking at the PR team, like, what's, what are we doing? Because you cry on the TV, you release a song about dragging people. That's where I'm like, Candace has merit. Because these lyrics yeah. don't ever reflect any kind of remorse. It's just not existing. They don't. You're very they proud don't. of it. And I'm not going to lie. The song is catchy. I just wish you would tell me what we're doing. If but, we're sad, was, we didn't write an I'm sorry song. Yeah, that's why I was on Indie side just a little bit during that time. Like, was the song really that necessary? It was not. It's good, though. <laughs> I, I, and I understand. I understand. She can rap. That it could be a coping thing. I was like, but that's not Song. I know, I know. But okay, I was, so also maybe that's her outlet. You know what I mean? Okay, so the only thing I have an issue with was therapists telling people to write letters to the people. Yeah, that's not abnormal. That's something my therapist has told me to do. That happens a lot. They tell you to write yeah. a letter to the person that you hurt or upset. It comes a lot from the steps of AA. It is something making amends. The only difference, the only thing I have an issue with is Monique is like, okay, well, I told her I wasn't comfortable. And I was like, well, you don't have to mail the letter one. Usually they yeah. tell you, you can write it out and burn it. Like you can just write it to the person and burn it or fly it away or flush it down the toilet or put it in the water just so that you can get it out of your body and onto right. paper, like journaling. And, yeah, but it's addressed to that person. So your mind is in that place of what you want to say to them. So I'm like, you didn't have to mail it. You didn't have to send it. She also, if you didn't feel comfortable, you could have wrote the song about how you felt, but you wrote it about how you were cool, what you did and you released it. That's what I'm saying. And did a video. Yeah. <laughs> the therapist didn't say all that. He did it. He did, he did it. it. He did it. Oh, it's he a she. My bad. Like, well, the beautiful black woman therapist. She yeah. didn't say all that. And I just was like, what? That's it was not what petty, you know what I'm It was a little bit of It was petty. so petty. Yeah, yeah. It was very. And I don't mean to laugh at this girl's Candace's pain. That's not it. It's not almost it. like this yeah. is just so ridiculous. Yeah. They're both in such a place of, that's why I've said I don't, the fight isn't the issue for me. It was the aftermath and the before. I thought that- The before Candace, for me. Candace absolutely to me before the fight was out of Monique's way. To me, Why I don't felt they like- hold her accountable? Like to the extent of what Candace was saying, 
I'm not saying it equaled a physical altercation, but well, y'all, I also think it was too late. Eternal hell. I do think it was also too late. Like for for Candace to yeah. have been, because I did watch her on screen with Monique. Monique was obviously the aggressor for a lot of different, not um, aggressive, yeah. but the aggressor for a lot of their fights. When they were at her house, she was upset. She thought they were talking about her. And I get it. I was yeah. I would be paranoid too, especially if you know this person has had that agenda, which is why. Candace's response in those moments were calm. It was like, I just want to not be, I don't want to do this with you. I don't want to have this with you. Right. And I, I I respected that Candace was saying, I regarded Monique so respectfully this season up until this moment for that reason. And I was like, yes, you did. We see proof of that. However, Monique's paranoia came because you did it before. Yeah, it was almost too late. Like her paranoia was coming from the fact that she knows that you, as her ex friend, had mm. this plot out against her, and she didn't know whenever you were going to pull the trigger on it. That's true. And That's so true. when the therapist is like, "You sure you had nothing to do? Not with you getting hit. No one deserves it. Nothing. But you had right. no involvement in Not what made this woman think it was okay to hate you this much, or to not re- respect not- your space this much." Right, right. And my thing was, it's not even, I want you to feel guilty. Like, I'm not saying you need to feel guilty. To we need to take responsibility. Exactly. For exactly. the demise of the friendship, at the very least. But you added to it. You added I, to the chipping away of, you know, y'all being close. Right. I think even in Monique snapping, if they were still friends and it had just gotten into a fight, I don't think that would have necessarily gone down like that because Monique has gotten into a fight with people. I think right. that the triggering was... This is a person that was supposed to love and be cool with me at some point. And she said it reminded her of her dad poking her in the head and things, which is awful. Do not do that to your children. But also that is a man who is supposed to be loving her and have a respect for her. And it's supposed to be a family. So I can understand how she's like, well, this is a person I once felt safe and I should feel close to. And now they're hurting me and upsetting me and I'm triggered by them. And And so there's a lot of layers to it. And I'm glad that she did finally apologize to Candace. I just wish that her apology was stellar. I will. I say. thought it was a good apology. I just think she owed it to her a lot a longer ago. And I think that Absolutely. was everyone's point is that, girl, it's a whole year later, and you're giving it to us because you're literally on the, on on camera, and Andy was drilling you for it. And otherwise, she'd have been like, nah. And that's 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 true too because I've always assimilated it with maybe her apologizing will show guilt because of the legal situation. But there was so much in between before she actually did it legal that she had the chance to Right, there was at least two or three weeks. And she, and Andy, I get people think that he was hard on her, but that's also because, again, Monique, I think she had the idea that she was done when she got there. And so if that is true, the apathy makes Mm -hmm. sense to me. Because he's like, okay, she's crying in front of you. This is once a person that was your friend and you assaulted her. You feel nothing. And she's like, oh, well, I processed this a year ago. I'm like, no, people still feel things in the moment. It happens yeah. unless you feel so done. Now, when you feel done and you're expired on something, that's it. That's where you that's, hints with like, she might be leaving. I yeah. thought she was leaving. I said she brought that blow up binder with everyone in it, including her allies. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Just in case. And <laughs> I, listen, one, more, one more, one more, you know. I love a prepared woman for battle. That oh okay me too yeah why not who goes to battle unprepared yeah but no. I mean to, to lead to not forfeit I guess but just kind of to just drop everything and be like I'm done I wasn't expecting unfortunately mm-hmm. um but I do feel like it was too much too much from the point of like Bravo 
and the situation mm-hmm. because I was like, does this happen to the white woman that flipped tables? No. Flip tables, honey, there's so many. Like, like again, break plates, jerseys, like season three, which is like the first episode of Melissa Gorga. The very first episode is the christening. That's like what it's called. It's where the husbands get so into like a scuffle the whole place basically comes tumbling down of the large ballroom and this is at a christening exactly like they charge each other fighting above bravo that this doesn't happen i love when bravo was like we don't condone violence girl didn't you andy get tossed by Teresa? yikes tossed she tossed you she like pushed you to the side and he fell down in the chair so Okay, yeah. not saying that it's like the same thing, but I'm um, okay. So then define violence, Bravo. Right. Give me the lines. But where was the that with the situation in that like they could move on properly, right? Like none of right. the white women were put in a different hotel, allegedly that Monique is saying. None of the white women were kind of treated in this way or come to like it just it was very one-sided because there was only a little bit of clip of Andy being like when Karen reached out to Bravo about, you know, all the things that Candace was saying, like, this girl is not right. Like, we need to help her. Yo, Karen has had me laughing in her elder woman wisdom and consistently being like, um, well, Monique has a medical condition. I was like, does she? Right. <laughs> Do you know this to be true? Like, hey, who's her psychiatrist? They love him some Karen, honey. She's they like, well, Karen. yes. And I just thought, no, that was the housewife thing that I loved. When Karen called the employers and said hey, you need to fire her because she told she me, she said, to go We to are co workers. What you're she not said, going to do is that. I feel unsafe in my work environment. This is a hostile workplace. And I would like her to be removed. And I thought that was funny. I'm sorry. Right, she had every right to do that. She had every right to do that. I thought that was funny. I thought that was the. Now, that's what I signed up for when I wanted to watch Housewives. Is that yeah. is the petty, that is the egotistical. That is the, it's me or no one. It Karen is that girl to be. It's it so funny. And we, and we have so fallen in love with leave. her because her husband hasn't. Hasn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> we have fallen in love with Karen because her husband has fallen out. Right. But feel for her so much. I mean, she was very emotional when he said that they wanted to do, a, he was like, well, we'll probably do a vow renewal. And I was like, oof, not on Housewives, girl. That's when everyone gets divorced. Andy mentioned it. It he is the like, kiss of death. But also know? she got so excited and emotional when he just mentioned, we'll probably do a, a vow renewal. And she was like, oh, really? And I was like, okay. If you've been waiting that, if this is such a shock to you because he hasn't been giving you that kind of affection, I would probably want a little bit more foundation and thought process behind Ooh, that. Me too. That doesn't, me to me, that doesn't track. But for you to be that shocked by it, it means y'all haven't been talking about it, which means you're probably not in the best of places that you you want to be. That's what I, listen, I hope he watched this season, at least the scenes that he was in to really show that I was like, bruh like you even like her at this point you know what i mean i was yeah very much so oh i was very much so hurt for her because the closing of the door and the bathtub and i was like hey yo like Mm, do you you want this anymore it was so sad i was like do you want this anymore but the but two i was like it goes against his ego a little bit as well in my in that like now she's this big star and it's like 
oh, because you're not whatever breadwinner, fine, but because you're not the face, I guess, because you're not like yeah. Bill Gates to everybody else. Also, still. she's not the support anymore. Exactly. He's ready to retire and wants to just be home with her and she'd be Florida. home too. And Florida. she's like, honey, we're building empires. Right. We are celebrity. Yeah. Okay. We we have things. We and are age different as well, but I'm not ageist them any anymore. Sure. But, but, um, but that's the whole point. In her 50s, she's still in the prime of her life because 50 exactly. is the new 30. Like yeah. uh, you see all the girls now who are 40, 50 plus who are living. Who are just they're starting getting started. They're yeah. finding new love. They're doing it up. They're in the city. They're hanging out. My mama is one. She moved to a high rise in Baltimore. She walked the streets of the, of the city. She has to be by the water. Likes to... Period. Well, she don't go nowhere because it's COVID. But otherwise, she would yeah. be having a great time. She and that's be. because she's in the prime of her life. So my question to you, Donovan, do you think that... So there's rumors that Karen was always going to have like her marriage be a storyline on the show mm. and she just was shocked that ray <laughs> kind of like let the like he Ooh. was not he was feeling the way he was feeling she wasn't aware that that's where he was because right. some people have pieced together that in the beginning of the season we hadn't even seen Ray yet and she's talking to monique about you know marriage is hard work and it's so difficult and it's something that you know that me and Ray have a love, but I don't know if we're gonna last. It's like give us that suspense. And then she's at Monique, or she's at Candace's engagement or one year anniversary party, and she's like, marriage is really hard. Ray not even like there, I don't think. And he's like, marriage is hard, but you know, girl, you got to do what you got to do. And everything right. it was like it was like a back and forth thing, but it was like leave us in suspense. But she's like also the marriage connoisseur because she's been married the longest on the cast. Mm-hmm. But then she was shocked to hear Ray say that he wasn't like in love with her and for things to go down that way. And the I would only imagine that could be true. Like that this was a plot that got sour, like it went a little too real too soon. Yeah. It's yeah. because her response to it was the bathtub scene, which it seems like she was going to do regardless. Mm-hmm. And on that camera. seemed very planned. Yeah, on camera. Yeah. But Karen will do a lot with the mic on if she will do that. But yet when he tells her that he's not in love with her, she's like, oh no, I can't, I can't do this. And I could understand if you're embarrassed of that. Well, I love a housewife and control her storyline. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure. They know how to properly give, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. give her something kind of on the boats. And this is not a comparison, but like of a Kenya who knows how to just pull the season with her. You know what I mean? She does. Like the drama can, you know, keep going and unfold, unlike a Portia that's actually showing her own personality for real, for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I just feel like to now that you said that, I agree 100 percent that this is a part of maybe her storyline in the sense that, you know, how I'm going to kind of keep this going is that our marriage was something to talk about the first season, the tax stuff, like our foundation, where we're headed now. And then she just keeps dropping little hints. Yeah, you know about yeah. this and that, and then one season it's gonna be like Ray has filed for divorce under uh, like out of my knowledge or whatever. What happened to the vow I renewal? Yeah, right, exactly. And so I hope to reconcile. I love Ray. I love Ray too, and I can see that unfolding. So that's interesting mm-hmm. you mentioned it because I'm just like, ooh, that could happen. Can and it? I can see it. Yeah, and I'm like that. That deserves a race. You know, that deserves a race. <laughs> 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 so I just you know if you keep it going because I was just flabbergasted 
about the door, the, the, the slamming of the car door just had me weak because I was like, damn, you can't yep. even love you back. Yep. Then that was crazy. He did that a couple times. And I was like, oh, you either you're really committed to this here storyline, right? Or hey, yo, we need to not be filming with you. He might be in on it too, because when Bravo did the edit of him slamming the door, I was dying. It was like doom, crazy. Doom. I was like, oh my gosh. And then the bathtub scene was like him about to just brush his teeth and then walk out of there like she's not naked in the tub. I was like, hey yo, I, I we can't we can't win. We like me, Karen, mm-hmm. and us as an audience cannot win. Like that could have been a super amazing moment for just to see black love on the screen it just didn't happen it didn't happen no and i wasn't really i'm not gonna lie i hate to say it but i'm, I'm not gonna get that vibe from ray i'm just never gonna i'm sorry I don't think, I don't think it, and I that's think not it's even an ageism like, thing i've seen some nice fine little zaddies who are over a, a particular age and they've done it for me and i've been like okay that's i i, I believe you if you're in love <laughs> um i love my man's eddie I think he's a fantastic house husband. He is very supportive. He shows up and speaks when he's supposed to speak on the camera. He is fully supportive of his wife being a diva. He doesn't feel threatened by her celebrity or anything else. And we see he was taking pictures of her while they were at break on the reunion. He was like, okay, I got this angle. And she's just posing in her chair. Say, yes, sir. You better. I love him. And he's like, you know, I'm here. I love my and wife. I feel, I, he I is a very man. I feel so bad for him with his family, you know, kind of disowning him or whatever. So crazy. I and I love, so I hate that he has to just like, he's like, I'm over it. Like, I know everybody else is sad about it, but he, he I've really been expecting strong this. man. Yeah. I got my wife and my kids. I'm not looking for validation from anyone on that side. And it's a big family, apparently. You know what I mean? Right, right. Not, and yeah. what is he supposed to do at this point? Like, how would he, that's, like, what, I'm that's what I'm like. It's going to be on them to come around. And to be honest, it's only if his wife and him even want to accept it. Because what was he, what is he currently supposed to do to make amends, denounce his own children? Like if he uh, wasn't married to this woman, he would not have his two beautiful sons and his beautiful baby girl. Right. He has two like seeds, like, two men to carry on his name that he is going to raise to be strong men. What is he supposed to do? denounce them so again it has to come down to what is the what role do you play as parents with, with this unconditional love because and my life is not to please you why and, would you, you have know? kids conditionally like i know people are like okay culture but i think wendy's mom is actually the best example of what that looks like culturally where yeah. she don't like it and she'll tell you and she's like, I don't, I don't approve. On camera, I right. <laughs> I want you to be the professor. But she said, I love you and I'm proud of you because you have a beautiful family. Because what is she supposed to do? I know. Don't live your best life because that she got her beautiful grandkids. So her, the grandmother is like, okay, well, at this point, if my daughter doesn't live the way I want her to, I got grandkids to think about. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> so I just, what does Potomac look like for you next year? Oh, I see a lot. I see, unfortunately, I see too many cast changes you do i do now i don't i truly don't don't. i think only monique is gone and i think they're gonna go back to being a a, a cast of five what i do i absolutely do i i don't think they're gonna break it what is robin's storyline oh 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 i'm so happy you asked i'm i'm so ready for this i'm so here for this i just had to ask because let me tell you something about my girl robin 
Robin is so committed to being the poor girl who has nothing but wants it all. They want on every show a woman who doesn't have the same amount of money. But they always are trying to uh, uh, escalate into that. They're Taylor Armstrongs, who are like they're the ones who on Beverly Hills, she's spending sixteen thousand dollars on a necklace for her daughter, knowing that they're not the richest. And her daughter's six, okay, and thirty thousand dollars on a on a party for a five year old or whatever. Like we know that those girls exist. Robin talks about it though, and she so flippantly tells you that she forgets to pay the IRS. I see. I no see. one else is going to do that. She goes, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention $90,000 of income. Who forgets that? Wow. That's a, yeah. They won't let know. you. They sent one. you letters too, so I don't know. For, hello. They send you letters, email. They start taking money. They, they just start, start taking, taking money. it after a while. They just exactly. go into the account and go, it's mine, girl. We're just going to stop mine. right here. Thank you. I'm going to take your yeah. house too if you don't let, if you, if you want to let me. And she tells her husband at a bar in the open public with a a party city wig on that they about to be poor again because she failed to tell the IRS. And he was like, okay. (laughs) The man about to lose his money again to this woman two times. (laughs) And then they go and look at houses they can't afford. And she goes, well, I made a payment plan with the IRS, so we're going to continue our house search. And I'm like, no, 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 honey. You need a down payment for a house. So if you have a down payment for a million dollar house, you might have 90K. Pay the IRS and then look yeah. for a home. Right. I'm not That's mad at how that home. works. I'm the not prior- mad at that at all. Stay where you at. How about that? Hey, where is rent the house? My goodness Just gracious. Keep it there. Like priorities for Robin are so messed up, they have to keep her. One. Okay. okay. Her husband is the most attractive person on the cast. Okay. So they're gonna <laughs> keep him for that. Because the yeah. girls love Juan Dixon. Also, Michael Darby is obsessed with Juan Dixon. And I apparently see. that's when they keep getting Michael in trouble because it keeps getting Michael in trouble. And I guess that's what will keep Ashley because what's her right. storyline? Oh, her storyline, I mean, it's she has a storyline. It's more about how much of liability is in there. Because her husband assaults the, the crew. So <laughs> if they're assaulting the crew, um, it's more about do we keep them because they're they keep they keep it's the, it's the workers that we're worried about. We must yeah. protect the workers in the work environment. Right. But Juan Dixon controls Michael in this weird way, where the season before big fight breaks out because Robin hears, "Yeah, I've sucked Juan's dick," <laughs> and boom, it's a whole thing. And yeah. then he's touching people, right, and yeah. all of a sudden we're like, oh, "Maybe there's right. some merit there because you did say that." And then yeah. this year he's so shocked that yeah. Juan is getting engaged to Robin that he's like, oh no, he was, oh, no. He was over it. Like, I mean, he was so visibly jealous for whatever reason. He was doing monstrous things he with was, Mr. You know, Juan his Dixon. man taken away, unfortunately. And I was just like, yep. See, Robin Dixon was Robin so <laughs> unglad that Juan Dixon was there that night. <laughs> right, he was right. not happy. So, and then because of Juan and Robin, we get the two bald white men fighting each other over who is the trashier white man with the more failed business. I'm hollering. I'm but, hollering. Uh, uh, Michael went nuts. And that would not have happened if we didn't have Juan and Robin. That's true. And the Morganite pink ring. That's true too. Put some shade on her ring. That's what she wanted. Giselle told her that's what she wanted. That's what she wanted. I don't know if that's true, that that's what she wanted. Or Giselle was like, I just want to make sure Robin don't have a diamond because I don't have one. 
I'm sorry. I just want to really hear from Robin now, because. But uh, who I'm not here for is Giselle. Because although she keeps the drama going. I do love Giselle, but this was a lot. I this just, was a low one. Oh my, it was very low. This and was a low was, one. And she got red for filth as she should have been. I mean, she definitely was deserved. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. And the look on her face, I was like, yeah, girl, you kind of deserve this one. I was and like, now, thing, but. Where I do get off, and I want and I want to know if you thought where you fall on this. I believe my take is Chris did mention it on camera. I understand Giselle took it and she ran and of that mouth of hers, of course she did. But to me, his tone of so my baby looks like yeah. his daddy, right? His daddy, me. He looked like his daddy, right? And Giselle's like uh-huh and her response was like i thought we weren't doing this i thought like didn't y'all make sure her response was so like hesitant to even answer the question right it seemed like she was already forewarned don't go there and exactly. she was like so wait are we going there because the cameras are had, here and you're asking me this. gone there before huh it wasn't maybe shown on on the during the season but has she gone there before? I think that this was the that? year that they thought that it was going to come out. And oh. like I said, the beginning of this season, Giselle and Monique went to uh, lunch together to plan Ashley's thing. Because Monique was kind of operating from a keep my enemies closer kind of thing. Where mm -hmm. she stopped Giselle like giving us this rumor the two years ago. Okay. She stopped it from coming out at a reunion like season two or something. And because of that, they kind of like had like an alliance. Like, so she is buddying up to the person to keep her mouth shut, which right. is exactly why I think Giselle, who's walking into Monique's home to film at her home, is like, wait, are we, are we going there? I thought we weren't going to go there. I thought okay. that was the whole point is like, aren't we done with that? And, but he kind of baited her to me. I think Monique was never going to do that. But Chris and his ego was like, who, who the baby look like? His daddy, right? right. And he Giselle's don't like, time to explain himself right. like he would like to. And Giselle's like, who else would he look like, Chris? That question to me was like, oh, they're, they all know what's happening. Right. And he was like, no, nah, his dad. Yeah. His dad. She wanted him to say, he wanted her to say, he looks like me, his father on exactly. camera. And exactly. get it on there. But, and though Giselle is messy because she ran around and said that, and though I believe Chris Samuels did say it first, I believe that to be, he was baiting her to say something, to talk about it. My only thing is, they never aired that, and that was over a year old. Why so did they me, air that? Why did they I think they just agreed to not do it. So that's why I'm looking at Monique, like, it never would have been a thing had you not made it a thing. I'm sorry. I like, agree with that, but in NPR, like, you want to get in front of stuff. So but like, that's what I'm saying. She has a terrible PR team because they didn't get in front of it. They wrote well, a song. She, she might not have one. I don't know. She, she doesn't. Donovan, she's a cousin, yeah. I think. Oh, she's cousins. She has like the gay cousins who go ahead and do her PR or gay friends who are the hairdressers uh, who just do her social media because how else did this stuff get leaked? That it was, oh, Candace threw a wine. We all believe something totally different for a full year. I'm not saying that Monique was yeah. entirely in the wrong or anything. Right. I'm just saying that whatever you interpreted that fight to be, we were led to believe something else a whole year before. Exactly. And we never would have even heard her mention this baby thing unless, in the, I mean, yeah, Giselle just mentioned it real quick in her confessional, but they were never going to if it wasn't for Monique. They had this footage. They would have just kept it. Right. And now I'm but looking at Bravo. Like, union, what they were referencing. Right. Right. Gotcha. And I'm looking at Bravo now, like, what else y'all got in the vault? That's what I'm saying. You know, that's who what else I'm got saying. baby problems. You got a vault. 
You got a let me long. See, let me see what we talk about over there. I want to know what's going on. So did, you put it, was interpreted, did you interpret it as Chris mentioning it on camera? Or did, did you think that it was Giselle that mentioned it? I, I thought it was a previous conversation or the rumors that were circling, I think, driven by Giselle mm-hmm. had showcased that this might come back up. Okay. So then, and that maybe wasn't filmed or not filmed, but then Chris and Monique were hearing that it was coming back up. And then oh, okay. mentioned, that was my understanding of it first, but yeah. I had my sequence out of order. So it was like, Chris mentioned it on camera. Nobody else was having conversations about it, but they might right. have heard from two, maybe from a cousin, that this might come out again. Well, this Giselle did mention it to Robin at that furniture store, which might have been this year. So I think that yeah. is what they thought is that Monique and Chris probably thought because that they had it. Right. Then yeah, it does seem like Monique was like set this up is going to be bit. part of the drama for this season. I think that she probably was tipped off into thinking or knowing that they talked about it on camera. And though Bravo never aired it, it doesn't mean Monique didn't think or repairing or that it was going to air. That was my point. I was like, that didn't mean it didn't happen because I'm not saying there was a plot. She don't know what don't, y'all gonna put out until it's out. It, that's what I'm saying. And I don't think I don't think there was a plot, but I think there was a, more of an in-depth conversation that had already went too far. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, I see it. Okay. I think that the, Monique leaves. I think she'll, I think she comes back once Karen, uh, once Candace inevitably leaves, I think Monique might actually come back. Not oh, to mention, I think there's a place. Is the story still getting over this fight next season? I think, I don't know what Candace is going to do next year. I mean, she can always leverage the fact that she hasn't started making babies yet. Um, I don't want to lose Candace only because I actually really like her husband. I will, I it's like crazy. Oh I, I like, like her husband and I like Ashley. I don't like Ashley's husband. I don't like Candace's wife. I, uh, I, like I like Ashley. I like Candace's husband. What do you think of Wendy? I like Wendy. I think that she fits to me for the cast. I would like, I, it seems like a missed opportunity because I actually would have liked her to talk to Monique more. I think that she got the raw end of the stick because she was introduced through Candace. So she thought she had to like kind of be aligned to her. And to me, I always thought that Wendy was too good for Candace. I'm sorry. I agree. I I agree. I just was like four degrees, girl. And she was like, oh yeah, we bonded over politics. I was a intern that allegedly like not even got, didn't even stay hired because allegedly I couldn't figure out how to keep my computer on. I'm um, at home when right. and do at home work. Oh, alleged, but also I know for a fact. Right. Um, it's yeah, allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly, allegedly. So she doesn't sue me because apparently she's really sue happy. She's you know, lawsuit happy. But about you, um, there seems to be a lot of things that I just that made me laugh because I was like, but even at the at, the, at any rate, she was an Obama intern in '08. And Wendy is a political analyst right. that teaches yeah. politics as well right now, like on the TV and at the university. Like she about so to start what are you bonding over in politics? We all could have been interns in the politics, girl. I have plenty of friends. So that one, that's all it takes? Okay. I was sad she wasn't introduced to Karen because... That would have been funny. I would love for her and Karen to get... Their respect for each other is there. I think that Winnie does respect her. I think Karen did feel like she didn't get kissed the ring a little bit. Absolutely. And low-key, I understand. 
she didn't, and I compare to Atlanta because that's what I just have a reference to. She ain't come in like Tanya with Nini, or yes. you know what I mean. She didn't come in with that like, "Hey, girl, let me buy from your store." You know what I mean? So it yeah. was just like, I guess Karen was looking for that when I when I introduced people, especially since they did know each other. She was probably right. assuming that was gonna happen. Exactly. But Wendy was she. That's why I like Wendy because she's like, "Girl, I am an accomplished businesswoman with." children and i run a home i don't really need to play to nice to anybody right right. and that's just the way it is i would love to see her i mean she was early she came in really kind of postpartum after a baby so did ashley i want to see them unpregnant like a post-pregnancy because i think that even wendy's um yelling at ashley to me was majority because of a lot of the hormones the guilt the Same. process that she was in a new environment. She didn't know this was an option. It wasn't extended to her because she's not a veteran and she needed someone to take that out on. And just like Monique, to me, she just snapped. And it was Ashley who was just at the other end of that. I wish that I wish for Ashley to understand, especially what Wendy is saying, I, I, of what the word aggressive can do. Not that oh, I don't agree with Monique. I think I've said this before on the show. I didn't agree with Monique that. It has nothing to do with colorism. I think that's ridiculous. But I do agree with Monique that if we're going to use that argument, someone should have stopped Candace from calling her a ghetto hood rat. That's, that's ridiculous too. That's all that's, I'm that's that, and, and that is, but that's also so indicative of Marilyn. Chelsea from Ono oh Bravo was on my show and she yes. talked about how Marilyn is such a have and a have not type of state. It is. So it close is. to Baltimore and close to the Northern Virginia. So they have, there's so much of, where you are, how you assimilate. I and, just talked to somebody about this. Yeah, and Dorothy, Candace's mom, is very much so like, oh, we don't do this. I'm like, why? I know where you live, girl. They do do this, first of all. But also, in addition, that money does not make you, like, exempt from human behaviors. That's what I'm saying. Candace could snap one day, and you're going to get mad at her because she's supposed to be wealthy enough or have a trust fund that she's never supposed to have a human emotion. That's not it. If that were the case, her, she should not be upset anymore about this fight mm-hmm. because she has so much trust fund and husband and home. So why is she still bothered by this? Because it was traumatic and it upset her exactly. and it's hard for her to get through. And that's like where I got off with Monique. I was like, girl, you can see she's like literally breaking. If you ever once cared about her, you could at least offer some apologies or something and, and, and show some remorse unless you're but done. I, right. You're done. I knew it. Like I knew had it. Broken pieces within herself as well. So yeah, Candace has a lot of broken pieces. Period. Yeah. And Monique has a lot of healing to do. They're both that's imperfect pieces. Yeah, and that's and why is, I guess this is that argument of that, like that, that, that thing we have to go back and forth with is how do we have housewives that are so mentally broken because they make great television and then things like this happen and we're like, oh, you need therapy. But the whole point is if they had the mental health, they had the therapy, had the outlets, they probably right. wouldn't be doing all this. Because Monique obviously has trauma and Candace now does also have trauma and she right. is trying to just be enough. And I think that it made her feel really degraded to be mm-hmm. at that level. And that's why she said those things and yelled those things is because in her mind she has now been reduced to something that her family worked so hard to make sure she wasn't seen as and that's the point that's wow. also wendy's point that also was monique's point you yeah. are the way she sits in her confessionals i've been told to do this like to speak this way to 
Yes, and well, we yes, I have a trust fund. Oh and my God. <laughs> yes, there are girls who come to the home, and yeah, we have several homes. Like that's that like black vocal fry is a is a thing, and it's something that we do to kind of distinguish <laughs> ourselves true. as we have had lessons and we are smart and well read. And I'm like, exactly. You don't want to be degraded down to this point. But neither does Wendy. That's why she doesn't want to be called aggressive. Because to say that, especially to a darker skinned woman who maybe they people don't hear their voice first. Mm-hmm. They don't hear how they speak. They didn't ask Wendy how many degrees she has. They don't know. You don't know what risk they think that they're assuming when they're around this person. Which is why right. Monique, I'm like, no, girl, it has a lot to do with colorism. Don't be. It does. It does. But you also did not deserve to be called that because of the same argument. It's the two things can be true. For sure. For sure. But I think too, I think too, as amongst black people, it's a little bit different because they're kind of on, they're not in a white space, but like they can kind of handle it. You know what I mean? I feel like as black yeah. people do that as far as hold you accountable in the space of this is a black person thing. I'm telling you by doing this, this happened. You know what I mean? So yes. Yeah. My, my yeah. final thoughts on Potomac is that I think that Andy definitely could have gone in deeper for all of them. I would have all loved for him. We got to, a whole Candace to, I'm, I'm not. I think fan. he actually should have held Candace more accountable. I think that she he should yeah. have been like, at the very least, are you even still in therapy? So we and saw you meet with the therapist. Are you, <laughs> are you still going to the therapist? And are, do you feel any differently now that you had any hand in at least the demise of your friendship? Between Why did Andy ask you? that question? Why That's a great question. question. I would have been like, do you think, not that you deserve to be hit, yeah. but do you think you had any handle in any the demise of y'all's friendship? Because, right. and then she's like, well, if you watch the footage, the way I regarded Monique all these times before, and I would have been like, okay, but what about before then, like past right. seasons? Do you think right. do you feel the same? Do you feel like you've regarded her with, with the same amount of caution and respect for her family before? Because mm-hmm. if the answer is no, what's to say it's, it wasn't too late? And that's why she already had like no love for you anymore. Right. But I would have loved to have that. I would have loved to ask Robin and Karen more what their issue is between the two of them. Why they keep bickering with no real start or fuse there. Like Karen really just don't like Robin. And then I would have loved to ask Giselle, Robin finally checked you. Look, I think Robin's a good friend because she actually does check her alpha. Like yeah. if she's the beta to her alpha, she yeah. told Giselle, I mean, we all share our lives and you don't have him here anywhere. And I that... said, Robin, backbone. <laughs> go oh, ahead, yeah, embezzle. Embezzle. I would have asked him more about the hats. Like, why really did you not put them? Okay, so I've also seen that none of them are on there. Is that a conscious choice? What happened? They I would have loved that. to ask more questions. And then I would have looked at Monique and been like, so you've had a whole year to process this, but you still have no feelings about it or no emotional. Right. Could you understand why people might think that's a sociopathic behavior? To an extent. I mean, just say it. Like, <laughs> the girl was like breaking in front of you. Now, Candace Faye cries a lot, but those were not what? fake tears. She literally had to leave because she knew she was about to get ugly. And that's the whole thing. It was, she was about it to was. blubber cry. Like, it was a lot. She was very overwhelmed and very traumatized. Just and not, I can't take that trauma not, from nobody. Yeah. What am I going to do? Tell somebody who got run over? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. You all right. Calm okay. down. This is bad. But like, and I, we're saying final thoughts. But what, what do you think Monique should have done when she was bawling like that? I think what, that what Andy Monique was asking her... Turn? what is do you have any remorse and she's like well I mean of course I feel bad it's like do you but I would have liked for her to address Candace directly and Andy not have to pull it out of her because okay. I'm like if you're gonna pull it pull it pull it get right. the get the <laughs> shovel and dig deep I would have been like 
Okay, so what in the last year made you go from, because we also didn't see you have remorse when it happened, except right. for when you sat with the pastor. And mm -hmm. in that time, you've released several statements, done several lives and released a song. So you said you've had a year to cope with this and now you have zero feelings for her about it. What happened mm -hmm. from that time to now? When did you ever feel, because Monique's response kept being, oh, well, I've had a year to feel my feelings about this. And I would have been like, we never saw them, but we have seen you deal with this publicly, but right. you've never seen those feelings. What were those feelings? Tell me. I'd like to know. Hello. When did you feel remorse? Have we you cried like about me. this? Have you thought I'm about calling? Saying, I'm not saying give me a date, an hour and time, but like. But maybe a ballpark. A little something. Yeah. Have you thought about calling her? When's the last time you thought about her? What made you feel like you could never be friends again? Is this repairable? He didn't even ask that. He asked that the, the, the guys. Right. Like Chris and Chris. He didn't right. ask that of them. And I thought that he could have even dug more because Chris Samuels kept being like, well, I just want to go back to the fact that they talked about my child. And I would have been like, okay, so you keep bringing it up, but you didn't want us to bring it up. So which is it? Ooh. I'm just saying, we never aired it. And now you won't stop talking about it. So That's is this something that you want to discuss? Where do these rumors come from? Bravo, you Bravo G -G 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 -G. said they can play the footage. Bravo right. can play the footage. I was like, <laughs> I would have been like, okay, Andy, I would, if I were Andy, I would have been like, okay, so you're right, Chris. Yes. Why is this still bothering you? It's your son. So what was the rumor? Explain it to me. I want details. Yeah. Because the public is still going based off of Instagram. Like they're still right. going based off the in separated knowledge and just knowing that it's an ex-friend of hers, Gigi. And I would have been like, whatever happened to Gigi? Like, what caused her to speak these mm -hmm. rumors about you? But then other stuff comes up that you almost got a hold of somebody. Okay. For. You you here. This is the yeah. reunion. There's ever a time to dig. Let them plead the fifth. Get the, the question truth. out. That's the truth. Because but that's a whole, that's a whole other storyline that I don't think they're ready for. You know what I mean? So they, I, why why they're not ready? Bravo will keep all of this forever. Oh, no, Bravo is ready. Bravo is ready. Monique and Chris might not Well, be they brought it up. He said every single time they talked about anything else, Chris was like, I'm sorry. I can't think past the fact that y'all plotted on my child. Well, that's where you were saying that that's what probably where the end was. But they also never so, plotted on your child, honey. They plotted on your wife. Period. Because you're, it wasn't ever about the, the baby. It, it was about the origin of the baby. And maybe or maybe not that woman was messing around on you, which yeah i don't know if you'd be this vigorous if it was not true like i just think there's just so much energy behind something that wasn't true that never aired like they're really really mad about something that was not true you and didn't air silence, though you don't think the silence to an extent i just feel like where there's smoke there's fire Ooh. i'm sorry i just do i feel like i think that baby look exactly like chris i think that baby was always gonna look like chris i just mm -hmm. think that they have wanted so hard for it not to be spoken so they no one will go looking. Because mm -hmm. the moment you put something in front of a Housewives audience, we will find it. I mean, this is a great segue, but look at uh, Salt Lake City. That's With fun. Mary, you mentioned one thing and she just mentions, oh, this is my grand, my, my, it was like in the tagline, the taglines came out, then it was the story of this is the, the, the step-grandfather. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? And now we got footage of her begging the, the audience for more money for the offerings and the ties, calling them all broke bitches. Um, uh, her looking different, looking young and different. We got mm. allegations that he had the, the whole church pray about marrying a young woman 
that was barely like legal to make this con- like to make this consensual marriage happen like all these things kept coming out because again when you put a little drop in front of a housewife audience we gonna find it and it's still things to be found you're right to be honest i had to pull up the ladies because sometimes the names and mary is the black one the only black one right jen is the black adjacent right it's because i don't it's well i'm not saying is she black she might not be african-american jen yeah no it's not at all black right she's black adjacent she's married to coach shaw who's black and i love that they keep doubling down the fact that he's a coach i'm like okay they keep doing that but that's we all don't care like <laughs> <laughs> yeah for for mary though she's right i had to get over it because i was just like i really can't i could not just i couldn't take it at one point and then i was like all right you know what they're not getting divorced anytime soon this is what their life right. is going to be so I just had to, I didn't say I accepted it. But they I seem just, to have a system. Like watching them operate, you wouldn't even think, unless you knew the story, you would just think they were like a regular couple. He's a bit older, she's exactly. younger, I guess. And they just had like a, she can at least talk to him. But I don't see it past being able to talk to someone like your grandparent. Right. That's but what it, it feels like. Is their son biologically theirs? Yes. Oh, interesting. I like because. Him. Well, I think that's also why she's so attached to the son. Right. She doesn't want him to leave the house. I don't think she wants to right. really like, be alone with him. It just feels mm-hmm. like something there, there. There does feel like there's some stunted emotional growth. I mean, she was very young mm-hmm. when she married um, this man. It mm-hmm. felt very obligatory. I somehow come in the middle of whether or not her mom wanted to marry him because she wanted all the wealth and the prestige for herself or if she was trying to protect her daughter. And was like, I'll do it because I don't want her to have to do it because she's the child. And because the pictures there, it looks like there could have been some alleged grooming. She was young. It seemed like she was a swift 16 to 18, 19 years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, it took her a month to get on board with even sleeping with him. It just felt very, um, it didn't feel great. Some Mm -hmm. things there feel like something, something went down, but and not like in a in a sinister way. It just feels like there there's something else there to be uncovered. And that leads me to be like the narcissism man of how what what it takes to be a housewife is a level of narcissism that I can't Absolutely. have. Uh, Think about it. Like I feel who you. goes on it, TV it shines, with all this? It shines through Jen. It oh, it, it oh, beats honey. out of Jen. What's your opinion like, on Jen? I don't like how dramatic she is. You think she's putting on for the I camera? Yeah, she's going yeah. by that basic housewife formula. Yes, but she I think studied I, it. I think some of that was suppressed, but she definitely did study it. You know what I mean? Like I think that's yes. true to her, but like she added a cake layer to it. You yes. Know I mean? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I see that. And you know, I've said it before. I really believe that what happens with Jen is that she thinks she has to do all this to be the housewife that we all yeah. love. The yeah. problem is the reason why people respond so well to Mary and Lisa Barlow. She's the the horse tequila voice, sir. Yes, the, yes. Can I touch? Beat and, and, and yeah, Vita tequila and Ola <laughs> tequila and this other tequila. And I'm like, girl. You tasted it, right? Oh, yeah. Vita is actually the bomb. I'm not going to lie. I need to taste some of it. I'm actually like really that. mad that I left it in Georgia because I really I, want some. And I, I like tequila. So I don't I'm like going to the stores, but it's so, it's good. It's smooth and light. 
I, but it gets the job done. I was like, it, whoa, one shot it. had me. And college was, I used to be able to throw them down. And now I'm okay. like, oh, one? Oh, my. Okay. That's about it. Right. That's great. <laughs> um, but they both are regarded so highly because it seems like they're doing their best to also produce themselves for the show, but who right. they are at their core just can't stop coming out. <laughs> so it's like yep. the absurdity yep. of them is still there. And so you just kind of like it because you're, they're all doing their own one season edits, like their first season edits. They're trying to be the best them they can be. But Lisa Absolutely. and Mary are so ridiculous. They can't hide it. Like they can't, it's just in them. I just, I want to so I don't I don't not like anyone on this um on this franchise. That's what I, I like about it. It's so too, it's so new too. that we like everybody. Exactly, exactly. I just I, I think uh Jen is really dramatic. I like Whitney and I like Heather. Yeah. I like okay. them all because I think their stories are very real. What about Meredith? Because we we start off with them and some things happening with her and her husband. I had some issues because Seth, her husband, he didn't come to his own son's fashion show, but because, and he blamed it on Meredith. Like when they go, they get to the store or whatever, and he's telling Meredith, you know why I didn't come? I didn't come because the idea of not knowing where we were headed was really mm-hmm. hard for me. I'm like, so you take that out on your kid? I don't get that. Yeah, when he was like, I'm having anxiety on the FaceTime call, I was like, that's not a place for this right now. Like it was a little, I think it was guilt in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you should have come and sat somewhere else. Just don't see her. Like, I don't, don't put this on her though, because then it makes her feel right. guilty as a mom that she had to basically, her kid had to suffer in order for, for because she needed her space, which was apparently right. Their alleged so. space separation. Right. Which exactly. Is, she's entitled to it. So yeah. what are you doing? Come to be and with I your son. Maybe the anxiety came from like, my son is going to, you know, have a, we're gonna have a wedge between us you know and but maybe that's okay that yeah maybe but my <laughs> but mm-hmm. my thing is um I feel bad well not bad I feel I feel like they both have um cheated on each other and I do think there has episode, been people she yeah, released and, a statement recently oh I didn't see it uh, well yeah we'll talk about it when we talk hot topics but they are back together that much we can say yes and, and I, but they also said it on the show so i guess it's not that much of a surprise she was like yeah i want to work inside and work it out and um well we find out from jen later that there's pictures of uh, her with a with a nice fine man that she was seeing and i'm like well you know maybe she wanted to see what was out there somebody let drew sedora know over on atlanta that separated means you could see other people or not you know what i will say though the men on this season have not been as bad as the ones that i have watched so on on atlanta and potomac okay i mean the bar is still in hell in atlanta i mean there's not a lot of men that's the whole point that's the point half them gone that's the whole thing And you don't have one, and Porsche don't have one yet, and it's gotta be done on purpose. But Latoya is not a housewife, but she don't have one that we've met. I want that friend. I don't know her name. The other one, right? Yeah, Porsche's friend. The one she's on jets right now. I just saw she's flying private, private, and her husband ain't the cutest, but he ain't the ugliest, and he got money because they on jets. And I want to know. I want to party with. Yeah, the pool party. I want a jet housewife. We deserve Period. that. Period. Atlanta hasn't had real, real money, money on the show in a hot minute. So I'm ready for that. I want some yeah. of that. 
But um, yeah. and now we're at we're talking about Whitney now. Her dad. Hmm. Oh my goodness. I mean, yes, addiction is a disease, and it's very clear that he is still very much struggling with it. My hope and sincere prayer is that, especially even Whitney, that they're not like overestimating how mm. complete he is in his process towards sobriety because mm-hmm. sobriety is a choice and a process every single day i just don't even think he's ready to be living that everyday sober choice life i don't see that as ready it's a lot of it there was a lot of i know i have a a, a fallback plan i know that i you know can to me it doesn't seem like he is that thirsty and hungry for his own sobriety sobriety and his own sober life yet it's still somehow connected to his child and i'm like no 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 if you want to be sober you actually can do that without your kid it's actually possible you can find other ways to finance rehab you don't have to even go to the thirty thousand dollar rehab think about that you You can actually not put this on your kid and to know that you made a list of everything that you've ever paid for for your child i've said this on my show before kids will always make concessions for their asshole parents no matter what it's like a human nature thing my therapist has told me this other people have told me this it's like they will they can hate their parents and for some reason there's always a part of them that will always want their parent to stop hurting them so what they have to do to make them stop hurting them but parents have the power. They don't realize that. Kids think they have the power. They can cut them off, but then they'll let them back. You know what I mean? Like they will do so many things to make these concessions. And, but it's always until like they're grown, grown, grown. There's like an, and for people who watch in season, I think one of Summer House, Lindsay talks about how she, she's a publicist as well. She talks about how she hadn't talked to her mom in seven years. And she calls her on the show and then like immediately starts crying. And it didn't go her, her like favorite way, but mm-hmm. like, that's the whole point. You can even be living best life. Whitney has a husband, they have kids. It's all good. They're, they're, they have money. It's everything's okay. But she still is trying to find a way to make sure her dad is okay. And you can care about the, the well-being of your parents without feeling financially and at all responsible for the guilt if they don't get it together because they're grown he's a grown man and yeah he needs help and support but it doesn't always come in thirty thousand dollars and it's not demanded by a letter of an iou that's not how that works that and there's always an ugly side and i feel like that's where it came out because the show was kind of not showing that it was uh flowers and candy but that like he's going the family is right him they show the process as if it was going in an uphill direction mm-hmm. and then to reveal that like these things were right. happening and that she still paid for the rehab. Yes. Like, and oh she's like, oh, he's God. entitled to, he feels entitled to his own room. Like, no, listen, as and because he's an addict and, and, and then sometimes that also triggers a lot of mental health things as well. Um, Absolutely. The anxiety of having a new person and change in general is very stressful. It is very hard. However, yeah. how are you going to handle having your own salon? And uh, running a business that you want your daughter to buy you and pay yeah. for. Yeah. If you can't handle a roommate, I promise you there will be a lot of changes in anxiety that come. You even I even thought of like, of course, I don't know how like a small world Salt Lake City is, but like you got to build up clientele. You right. got to build, you know what I'm saying? And Whitney's asking a really back. easy question. 
do you are you going to go back to work? Like, did you look for right. salon jobs? Because you're allowed to look for a job in sober living. Pay some booth rent at someone's salon. Boom. You no, know, to get it started. But I was just like, she had all the validation to say, like what she was saying during um, that one consultation as far as the rehab goes. But I think he's like physically ready, but not mentally ready, which makes There it is. He well, feels well, antsy. and But that's also yeah. how people end up, you know, and I'm not speaking a relapse on him, but that's how people do find themselves in a place where they don't feel strong enough to continue their sober choices. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's, it's a lie. It's a lie at once. And to me, his responses, it just made me feel like he was only agreeing with her because her husband was there mm-hmm. and her husband let her take the lead on talking because it's his dad. So like he, it's her dad. So I respect her husband for letting her do that. And yeah. she's not, and she, as a wife and loving her husband, she ain't going to make sure, she's going to make sure her baby's money is not being fumped. Touched. Yeah. So she's protecting the home. And he is letting her take the lead. But I think that's the only reason why he even gave her this kind of respect to listen to her and agree with her. Like, oh, no, you're right. Mm -hmm." Because she had to give him the plan. How I got to give you a plan for how to live your life the best version for you? That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not not it at all. And this is exactly. And then we move on to the snowmobiling. And it's like the same thing over there. Jen, she's extra, but she raised a good point. How Seth won't come to his son's fashion show but he'll come snowmobiling like what is this this harping on having the perfect marriage or whatever it's not that serious i understand it's 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 utah and it's the mormon thing but it seems like it's not that serious to me you cut off for just a second but i got you um okay yeah no for me i just i just oh my goodness i think i honestly think they both found somebody else came to their sense came to their senses was like I don't want to live my life without you that unfortunately came at the son's expense mm. because separation did not mean leaving your family oh wow physically separated to the point where you don't support mm. what is going on because you could have sat in the audience in the corner during your son's fashion show although the mother and the son are closer um than probably the son and the father he still wanted you there and the fact mm-hmm. that you knew this was coming up like I agree with Somebody said about like clearing their schedule. I forgot who it was in their confessional, but I, I agree with that. I was like, uh, no, that business call is not happening. No, I won't be in Indiana or whatever Midwest state he was talking about. I'm actually mm-hmm. going to go to my son's fashion show. It didn't even seem like it was that long either. So like, it could have been a couple hours, boom, 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 in and out. And then, you know, like, so I just was, I felt really bad for the son. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's very sheltered too at the same time, but still. Very. Yeah, I felt very bad that, you know, his father wasn't there to support him. Um, I mean, I love that he literally told his mom, you need to put more of my sets in your store. Honey, right. she can put them on the front. Doesn't mean they're going to sell. We don't know Exactly, you. exactly. Yeah, and I was like, is it this one? It's the one with his name on it. We don't even know you. You are not marked by Mark Jacobs. Because at first I was mad at Jen. Then I was like, wait, Jen's right. <laughs> She's hmm. like, I've been, I've been rocking this for a minute. Is that it? Yeah. Like, I was like, wait, don't come for the kids. But I was like, oh, wait, she's right. There's one sweatsuit. But she was still there to support. She was the one. There. And had like 10 people in it. It's, it's Yeah. She was still there to support. She still be wearing that sweatsuit on camera. Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I laughed at was Lisa's, 
explanation of her because coach Shaw asked a really great question he was like this not even shady just do you find that being Mormon and they're not being able to drink or being allowed to drink and owning a tequila company has any conflict and she was like no because we're Mormon in religion and not in culture that's the Mormon culture but we don't do that we love we love like the religion and I'm like I think that might be why they're not recognized by the church or something like that like they're not they, they, they practice but they're not in it or something like that so <laughs> that I'm more familiar with that that's exactly how especially like black Christians we love to get down we love yeah. to be like yeah we only hear the bible the way we want to hear it and we go to church because we supposed to right. but <laughs> in living your life and being and making it applicable right yeah, debatable every day of your life yeah, we take what we want. And there are some who are very devout, but they really just love to use it for judgment, judgmental purposes. They a do. lot of Christians that's, that's can, been, have done whole, that. That's been a lot it of, happens to a lot of, I don't know about other ladies, I can only speak to the ones I know about, but a lot neither, of Christians love to use the Bible to be like, ooh, but you know God don't like that. I'm like, where is yeah. it? Show it to me, girl. Yeah. Let me see. And so it just made me laugh because I'm like, I do recognize, I understand doing something in name only i have seen it done and um i just it makes me laugh because heather is working her butt off every day to figure out how she can live a life outside of the mormon culture right at least it's like what you do girls you do what i do you just separate the two okay you love it but you don't love it you know you don't do the culture you make (laughs) you make your money off of alcohol and um you just you just be yourself and and what i think it was jen who was next to her that goes yeah that's actually not how this works yeah, at all she was like at all but I, i'm glad jen brought that up. she was like that's not how i was raised so right <laughs> i don't know what she's referring to but i mean i guess that's, that's not the same uh, yeah and i feel but i feel okay. like heather's i feel like heather's social circle was so tied to mormon that she's right. like i gotta find a different path where lisa was like um I got beat at tequila and Sundance. You know, I have other social circles that might not be a part of the church that I can- Well, good point, good point, good point. Live and thrive off of, right. That is the PR so, thought process. It yes, is, it is. Right, <laughs> mm-hmm. tell us, honey. That well, makes so yeah. much sense. Right. She has to be, and, she, and as with her brand, she can mm-hmm. branch out far beyond Utah and her brand can be at Sundances and stuff because of that. And that makes sense to me. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then- the ladies get into the hot tub while the men bond and talk about marriage. And I do like these husbands. I think we have a good group here, you know, give or take Seth sometimes. And then obviously give someone, get him away or take him away, Mary's husband. But they, I like their conversation about marriage and things. It just, in the hot tub, it's very clear that Jen wants things that she's not willing to communicate. Right. And she does seem like she's a little bit of a brat, like a spoiled brat. Because he, Coach Shaw gave us a really good point. He's like, she's always traveling. She's traveling all the time. It's just that when she's home and I'm not, then she's like, where are you? What about me? That is, that is a hard life to live though. I will Mm -hmm. say when your husband's the coach and has to travel that much, if you're sitting down, but Jen has not been sitting down. So I think like when she comes home, there's like a coordination that might happen in her head. Okay. Yeah. That like, oh yeah, my husband's coming home too. And that's not the case. (laughs) we're we're physically separated you know what I mean where we can't be together 
we have to make it work. I love her. I love Jen's children. I think they keep yeah, they're real. sweet. I like. She was like, "Do you want to cuddle mom. with mommy?" I was like, "Oh my god, that's so my mom." She's like, "No, ma'am. No, ma'am." He was I like, don't. "No, I'm actually okay though. Thanks, yeah, I'm but good. no, I'm good. I'm just gonna drink the soup. It's it's yeah. gonna be fine." Yeah. She's like, "But I'm here, and she just wants to be. She wants to feel need, feel needed." And yeah. wanted. and I understand that as well. I mean, her kids are grown and growing up and, and grown. And so she just wants to, you know, spend time with her husband. And I can't understand why, because he's a good man. And for him to only be there 24 hours. And they were like, wait, so he's here 24 hours and he's hanging out here with us. He did it because it was important to his wife. And this exactly. is her thing. She's on the exactly. camera and doing this stuff. So he's like, all right, then I'll go spend my last, my only day mic'd up with you, not alone. And we'll do what I do. That's why I thought the men were better than on the other seasons I've watched. Yeah, these were good. These were good men. I yeah. enjoy these men. I think even Lisa's husband, he's probably one of my favorites. He is very sweet, but he's so timid because he just knows his wife is a brat. So she just got to let her go. I, but I, I work events. What I did not like was her ignoring the calls from her children. Mm. I was like, you could have set an assist. You could have set an auntie, an assistant up with right. Like, when you call and need something or they need to just hear your voice for two minutes. Right, like, because she kept saying they're fine. You don't know that. What if it's an actual emergency? They fine two minutes to be like, hey, I love y'all. Or follow-up text. Mommy y'all good? Do you need me to call? Exactly. Like, my mom exactly. does that all the time. She'll be in a meeting and be like, and I'll call her. She goes, is it an emergency? Like, do you, is it, are you good? Can it wait? And I'm like, yeah, okay, great. And Not to mention, you know what? the meetings can wait too. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, but they're yeah. also old enough to know like when to call. So if they call her, it's too. probably because they need to talk to her. Like right. we know that they didn't. So it was probably for the show, but in real life, if they call, it is probably for a real good reason. Exactly. And so giving your kid a birthday party before Sundance isn't going to negate the fact that he might need you during Sunday. The next week. Right, right. Like he still <laughs> might need a, his mom. We don't know. Like yeah. that's the whole point. And so for her answer to be like, oh, they'll be okay. Do we right. know for sure? Uh, you what? leave them at home with like a 17 year old babysitter. What, how much can back? she realistically handle if things go awry? She still might need a parent. You can't text back, bro. That's it's a little ridiculous. quick, and Apple lets you do that so easy. It, it calls, and it's the, before you even ignore it, it says message. Forget you, you doing it on your own. You can give your phone to somebody else and have them do it. Like an, an assistant. <laughs> How you don't have an assistant? As yeah. type A as she is, I can see her wanting to delegate and make sure everything is done. That's you can assistant saying. to hold the phone the whole night. I'm about to say you can take their phone, just text my kids and tell them, you know, I'm good. Hopefully they're good too. You know, yeah. Like, text easy. the sitter early, <laughs> even be proactive. Text the sitter every hour and make sure that nothing's burned and everybody's cool. All Hello. right. Because yeah. if you're checking in and we're good, they don't mommy even need to call. Let me send her love and call it a day. Right. They could have <laughs> had a whole Project X party and she would have never known because she over there exactly. at Sundance. At Sundance. And to be honest, she's lucky she raised good little LDS kids because I probably would have. If I had more friends in high school, I would have done it. It's you and me both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the car. <laughs> By the, well, I, you know how I'm a very, I'm a very, um, I'm a very, I'm a very good host. I'm a stickler for little things. Like as long as you got to and fro, you know, we could we can make it happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. That good episode, Mary wasn't in it at all. And I find that to be interesting. And Elno Bravo asked me the other night on her live. If you want to go check that out, it's on her Patreon as audio and free if you want to watch the video on Instagram. Um, we talked about how there, you know, there's been a lot of rumoring that uh 
well, Mary wasn't a full-time housewife with the original production company. And the second production company that came in pretty last minute, like when the season was like 75, 85% done, said, oh no, she needs to be a full-time housewife. So we don't get a lot of same scenes from her. And she's not even in this episode at all. And I think that might've been why. Because I know Jim probably would not have invited Mary. We know that. But something. I mean, the, the episode felt like it was a little flat, but it was good. It was just like for everything else we've gone through, right. 5,000 parties already. Right. It's all a little flat. And I think because we were missing that quirky edge with, with mm-hmm. Mary, who does come back next week. Okay. okay. Yeah, I did see that in the uh, clip, in the um, new episode clip. And I was, I don't know what, what is the issue between Jen and Mary? Is it a competition thing? Mm. Is it, I'm, I'm like, I don't, for me, I just don't understand it. Cause like, even. I really do like, think it's because Jen was centered to be the queen bee by the original company, the original production okay. company that they centered it around her, which is why she's putting on so much. And why right. her tagline is about her being the queen bee. And right. I think that she, for someone who used to be friends with Mary, we don't even have a friend up. And for this to be the very first franchise that they really did cast as a housewife show, no mm-hmm. other type of show, straight up housewives. And it's the first one they've had in decades like this, yeah. right? So they didn't have a friend up and it may have been Mary. And then they like launched her up. It, might, it was supposed to be her and the girl from the first episode with like that hot Pepto-Bismol pink dress. But I guess they found some reasons for why the public would not like her. Uh, we'll talk about that (laughs) later yeah and um yeah I think that it was supposed to be Mary and then they elevated her and I think that really pissed Jen off in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways because that personality is hard to not be more interested in right even other franchises they would they would invite their so-called enemies you know what I mean right exactly like so yeah I have a lot of questions but we'll see what happens next week is going to get good and they start to confront Jen and her being like messy behind closed doors and everything because they said it at the snowmobile thing. It's like, oh, well, Jen told, or um, yeah, Jen told us that she had a little boyfriend and mm-hmm. this, and Heather's like, well, I saw the picture, but I'm not saying nothing. I'm like, oh, so Jen running around talking. And I like oh, she's she Giselle. Heather was like, I've been through a divorce. It is none of my business. You know what Heather I mean? Heather said, no, not me. Heather has like, I have been I'm not in it. My name is Bennett. Exactly. Heather was like, I had been ostracized in a way that she could be. If they get a divorce, like what's not gonna happen is I'm gonna watch that, you know, crash and burn and be like, I added to it or like I was spreading it to she's like, I was privy to the information. And if something comes out about it, fine. She was like, if it doesn't, it's none of my business. But regardless, exactly. she's like, regardless, none of my business. So I'm not gonna be telling people. So and I, I agree. Why, and she was like, I don't know why Jen told you. <laughs> I don't know why Jen told you, but yeah. here we are. That mm. she was spreading information. Yeah, so. no. And here we are. Here we At are. the end, we have come to it. <laughs> Please, Donovan, tell the people where they can find you, listen to you, yeah. all the things. Because I know they, they just they're just deep in it now. They want it. They want more. I'm so here for it. So all things strategies for the culture, of course. Strategies for the culture on Instagram and Twitter at I am the Don Mac on all social media platforms as well. Y'all hit me up, connect with me. If it's from the podcast, just shoot me a DM say, hey, I love the podcast episode. I'll give you a follow right back. And I'm just so happy to be here with Moni. She's always topping the chart in the podcast. Go to her Patreon, you know what I'm saying, to get the information. And I just love to see yes. it. 
Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming on. And yes, what's like Donovan say right after you listen to this, if you want to check us out on the Patreon, talking hot topics, um, go on and head over there. I will also be having the full story of our engagement um, coming up soon. And once The Bachelor restarts with the first Black Bachelor suitor ever, mm. I'll be doing that, covering this entire season, much like I did The Bachelorette. So yeah. come on that dream with me. Y'all know I love The Bachelor. So yeah, all that and so much more over on the Patreon. Y'all stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, stay home. Happy New Year to all of you. Take care of yourselves, mixologists, and see you next week. For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, Pop Culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. So you can keep up with me and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening and rate me and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.